everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro? That's the name of this podcast, and it's uh, one we're watching Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. Yeah, except for, you know, the episode that I just watched and the ones before that, but I mean, I didn't watch you Lost didn't... before I started doing right. this podcast. And when you said the ones before that, you mean the episodes that happen after the episode we just watched? Yes, the episodes that you can hear if you go back into our archives and listen to some old episodes. Yeah, if you uh, start out with episode one of our show, it'll be the last episode of lost so don't don't listen to our show in reverse order because then you'll be like watching the show in regular order and that's kind of defeating the purpose of what the show is also you would have to wait a very long time to do it yeah at least another year and a half i think and i'm another one of your bros on the show hey everybody i'm aj and today we have a returning guest we have rebecca dream crusher robinson yeah welcome Welcome back, Rebecca. Glad to be here. It's my favorite podcast. I don't know why I went Zoom morning radio DJ in here all of a sudden. But I thought that was your new, your new persona. Hey, at least you weren't making like sound effects. Like, welcome, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> the soundboard is coming in next yeah. week? Two yeah. weeks from yeah. now? Something like that. We'll oh, have a soundboard exciting. here. And then it's just going to be like nothing but like... So next I time know. I say Dream Crusher, you can really... Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be the <laughs> It'll whole fall nine. The rubble. I like yeah, that. we're gonna have a whole bunch. It's gonna be like bomb sound effects. We're gonna like double up on the uh, audio. It's just gonna be dream, dream, crush, crush, Have an echo. Yeah, it's gonna be that, and then maybe like tons of reggaeton air horn. Yeah, yeah. So it's just gonna be all that all the time. I think this is where our show is devolving into. It's just zoo morning or radio DJ stuff, and then maybe some light loss. Yeah, maybe some like Indian pan flute. Just slightly. All right, so uh, today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 8, LaFleur. And according to Wikipedia, it says, uh, Having lost Charlotte Lewis in time flashes, James Sawyer Ford, Juliet Burke, Miles Strom, Jin Su Kwan, and Daniel Faraday realize the time flashes have stopped and they find themselves in 1974. Sawyer then perpetuates a lie to the Dharma Initiative to protect themselves from mistakes of the past. A lot of spoilers in that, uh... Yeah, if you haven't watched Lost, this isn't a good <laughs> podcast to start with. <laughs> well, the time flashes thing, that we got that from the the show. Because Danny was saying that, uh, you know, the record stopped. Yeah. Or it stopped spinning or something like that. And then he talked about, like, the flashes. And then he's like, yeah, and we're here now. So, you could sort of figure out the fact that, like, they were having uh, wacky time-traveling adventures. And then it's like, nope. You're done now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what do you think happened? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Well, uh, I know one of the things that happened during the wacky time-traveling adventures is that uh, Daniel told uh, Batman well to bury the bomb, mm. and that Locke was hanging around in the 1950s, and I don't know, maybe they fought a Tyrannosaurus. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, they're shooting in the same place as Jurassic Park. Yeah. That'll be great. Like, you know, it'd be great if they just use stock footage from, like, Jurassic Park and they just intercut it into the episode. And you just have, like, maybe Locke on green screen running away <laughs> from a giant T-Rex. I thought it was interesting. Just, I have a question for you, Chad. So they asked Daniel if, you know, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to act? And he says, whatever happened, happened. Almost, like, uh-huh. almost getting rid of space-time theory completely and just saying it is, it is how it is. Yeah, it, it sounds like previous to this, uh, they were trying to maintain like a step of removal from everything, uh, because uh, uh, what's his name, Miles, 
Miles is like, oh, so we're not supposed to interfere, right? And then Daniel says, whatever happened, happened. So he's just like, yeah, you know, causality, whatever. Do what you want. Yeah. The only person that I care about is dead. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more dangerous than a man who is like lost someone and is floating through time. <laughs> he's going to just like, he's just going to spread so much DNA <laughs> in so many different places. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Does that not scan? Like, he's just going to be spitting and pissing. And I don't know. Why would no. you be doing that in heartbreak? But I don't know. That's what I would do. To, like, I imagine something so different yeah. when you just said that. Did you think he just meant, like, jacking off in yeah. the jungle? I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was assuming that's... that it was skeet, skeet, skeet. Oh, okay. Is that what we're yeah. talking about? And mine was a little bit when more When you innocent. said you're just leaving DNA throughout the ages. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess if you're lonely. Or could, I guess that could mean you're also... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you're lonely, right? Like, I guess you're floating through time. You're going to be dropping loads. Um, <laughs> if you're dropping loads, you just... Yeah, who knows? It's like that thing. Like, you never know what it's yeah. going to interact with. It's going to be kind of like that episode of The Simpsons. The Treehouse of Horror one where... Where Homer was dropping loads? I remember. Yeah, I kept going back in time and dropping, dropping loads. loads. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you guys are talking about laundry. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> Wait, so... I don't know. We have this whole thing happen where they have this kind of discussion where it kind of devolves into an argument between Miles and Sawyer where Miles is saying, okay, so what is it with you people? We're just going to the beach or we're going to the orchid and it's just those two places. So we're going to go from the beach to the orchid, the orchid to the beach. And I think at the time this aired, all the episodes that had played up until this point, they showed a lot of character movement maybe between these two spots. And Uh I think Miles is supposed to serve as like maybe the, the audience telegraph, like yeah, like the, the audience. Yeah, like the yeah. audience already knows. Like we always go to the beach and we always go to the orchid. That just seems. To you be motherfuckers only have two sets. <laughs> <laughs> Build more sets. How many seasons are you guys? This is your fifth season. Make more sets. That's besides this beach and besides the orchid yeah. station. We want a lot of sets. Hot See? sets. <laughs> dirty hot, hot sets. Hot dirty sets, please. Oh my god. I'm a sets maniac. On the side of the highway. <laughs> That's where they were. Yeah. And I don't even think we see the beach again for the rest of this season. I I don't even know if I've seen the orchid. I don't know if you've seen the orchid either. I don't either. think you have. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, well, I'm looking forward to yeah. watching it over and over again, much like that stupid fucking lover. <laughs> <laughs> that comes that comes back like so many yeah. times. It's a like, large motif. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's... Kind of fun. So Sawyer ends up lying, saying that they're shipwrecked. Oh, we didn't even get to him discovering those two people, right? But, yeah, the two others. Right. Well, he discovers the two others, and then I guess the two Dharma Initiative folk, which are Paul and Amy. Yeah. Is there any name significance to those two names together? Nothing comes to mind off the top of my head. Uh, um, are the Beatles a thing with this show at all? I don't know enough about the Beatles to tell you that. I don't. Okay. I haven't noticed. I'm just that. wondering because Paul is dead. No, that, that's, probably, that's what yeah. Revolution Nine backwards was supposed to have said. Is there an Amy like in Beatles? I want to say like mythology. Amy isn't a very English name. Uh, <laughs> Amy. I don't know. <laughs> what, what is Amy short for? Probably a more British version of that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> My mind immediately went to Amelia, but I'm so sure. Oh, that's yeah. That's, pretty, that's better than what I good. came up with, yeah. Right? Okay. All right. So good, then. <laughs> what? Fell right back into that one. Like well, I so... It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the 70s, y'all. The 70s. They're in the 70s. 
Yeah, so this is where the records stop skipping. Yeah. Now they're here for good, I guess, and then they are able to place themselves in. in well, they're here oh, wait, for hold good up. until they're not. Daniel keeps mumbling when they when they like when the first thing he says, he's like, "I won't tell them," mm. yeah. and he just says that incoherently until Juliet shuts him up. Yeah, I won't tell them. I'm not going to do it. Right? That was the two things that he said. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he's not going to tell them. I assume that it would be uh, whatever Charlotte's last words were. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't make that out too much. I almost thought he said like, "I won't tell her." Yeah, but... I think the first time he said, "I won't tell her," uh, which made me think that this is he's talking about how we saw you see later on when they're evacuating the island, and he finds little girl Charlotte, and then tells her that she's going to die. Huh. So does that mean that yeah. he jumped into that <laughs> part of himself, like into that future part of himself, which eventually becomes a present situation on the show? Maybe. Maybe. I'm we'll squinting see. very hard right now. <laughs> Did you say you're squinting? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, at the words that you just said. <laughs> hmm. I would call that a sentence, but sentences make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, men uh, in a jungle, would you choose to keep your tie on? Just quick, a quick pull. Um, maybe if I was distraught after losing someone very important to me. Yeah, maybe he put it on, like, after he found out that she was dead as, like, a, to do, like, a memorial service for her. Like, that's him dressing up for it. Huh. Yeah, that's a good question. I would totally keep my tie on. <laughs> also, ties, ties, are, ties are good. You know, they make you look better. Uh-huh. They're excellent <laughs> handles for women to grab and drag you around with. <laughs> oh, like, I'm wow, thinking... Wow, that's yeah. a little sneak peek into Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're finding out that Chad Chad's bedroom kind of stuff just covers a lot of ties and maybe a couple of whips, but I'm thinking mostly ties. Chad's bedroom stuff is mostly just Chad and a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. many empty water bottles. Yeah, it's like a graveyard for, for all the, the DNA <laughs> through the ages. <laughs> yeah. So they, so after after you've left this, after you've shuffled off this mortal coil, then like people are just gonna find those water bottles, and there's just gonna be so many repeats, mm-hmm. so many uh, clones <laughs> of Chad Chad Wago. Yeah, but yeah. Um, when Daniel he sees little girl Charlotte in this episode, he, we still get that creepy look of love that he gives her. Yeah, you know, at this point in the show, I've just come to accept that this thing happens a lot in Lost. This. <laughs> Inappropriate relationships between adults Inappropriate and kids. time travel relationships. Yeah. So this happens. Or immortal relationships. <laughs> There's that too. But yeah, it kind of it keeps coming back. So I don't know. It's not much I could say about it. But yeah, like he's super distraught. Like he's grieving. He's a. But he's also kind of known as, as. He's called the mad scientist by Sawyer, right? He's just known as as a scientific scientist type. But he's also kind of not. Yeah, we generally saw, right. I think we he, saw that a little bit in the. Uh, in the Faraday episode. Oh, we yeah. did see that yeah. in that episode, and in this episode, uh, Sawyer mentions, uh, we won't be able to tell if it fries his brain. His brain's already fried. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Good that's observation. Right. <laughs> so then they go They go forward three years. They pass forward three years. Yeah. To uh, Amy having the baby. Yeah. And to uh, surprise us with uh, the fact that uh, Sawyer is LaFleur. Yeah. Which... Is not a surprise to me at all yeah. because to me he's always been LaFleur. Yeah. What a, that, that, like if we were watching it in the way the makers made for us to watch it, like that would have been. It would have blown your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like what a reveal. Like, oh, he's talking to uh, LaFleur who sounds like a guy named Sawyer. And then like the camera pans and you see a Sawyer dressed up as LaFleur. 
But you picked up on that. When we were watching it, you said that sound seems like it was supposed to be a, a reveal. Yeah, it, it was uh, definitely shot in such a way that it looked like it was supposed to be very surprising. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. There, there's a lot of unsubtle directing that goes on in the show <laughs> Lost. I feel like this is For one of those things. such a subtle plot line. Like how every time you see someone new, they die. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was totally waiting for Jerry to die. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't recall ever seeing Jerry no. again after this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's or, true. Or uh, what was the girl that he was with? Rosie? I didn't catch her name. I don't know. I just know that she brought brownies. Yeah. Special yeah. brownies because it was the 70s. Yeah, yeah I'm 100% sure of that. <laughs> yeah, Especially just... because Jerry is a guy that's like, hey, man, everything's totally cool. Don't worry about it. We're just eating some brownies. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's weird because this thing was, uh, I guess it broadcast in 06. Like, and now we're, the year that we're in now, like, seems like they've, kind of like just within that short 10 11 span no. period of time like it's almost like or you could Years. say brownies no <laughs> you could say brownies and then that's that's all you could allude to but no nah, i just i swear to god i just watched something on tv like it was like standard networking where at the end the main character lights up a joint and this is like on nbc and i was like holy shit they can do that now? <laughs> like i'm just so surprised is the main character supposed to be a good guy Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it, it was off of that, that sitcom, Carmichael, so I don't know if you guys ever seen it. Oh. Uh, no idea. Yeah. yeah, well, if you guys get a chance to look it up, but, but we can move past that. But then it was just <laughs> the, the point of what I was mentioning that for is like, just at the, it was like a drug special at the very end. It was um, it was like a parody or like, you know, those old, like the more you know commercials back in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. It was like that. Walter and, and do drugs? Something like that. But at the end, like the guy ended up lighting up a joint. It was just, that was just how they ended the episode. But I was like, oh, shit, dude. I'm a long way from One like, plot yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess there is such a stigma attached to it for the longest time, but now it seems like, you know, with, with it's cool. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think we should not just peer pressure each other into doing <laughs> weed. This is my takeaway. Yep. Do all the weed. <laughs> all the weed. Well, and uh, I, I questioned before when I was on here, the medical expertise of the medical experts on the show. Nah. Uh, so uh, LaFleur asks the medical intern, can you deliver this baby? And like any medical professional, he says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he does make sure to mention that he's an internist, not a uh, OBGYN. Yeah, which yeah. is good. But I also feel like it's kind of a definitive thing. Like either, yes, you could deliver a baby or no, you're not fit. Yeah. You just said like, well, I've never tried. So, I mean, but I've also never like, you know, jet ski. Also, I, what are jet skis? I can't not not <laughs> deliver a baby. <laughs> yeah, right. But it also, and then, so, but it made me question because Juliet was talking about her death how many babies she was like the baby death I was like how many babies have died on this lady's watch <laughs> so that leads us into this question right so the time what period, was the curse yeah. <laughs> what is the curse because in her time period the curse of the dead baby yeah because she's told she's told Sawyer that she's been trying to get off this island that's what she says to him on the dock but then up until that point she's been on the island for who knows but she was brought uh, to that she island she said three years she said three years yeah, yeah. a little oh, over okay. three years she specifically yeah. said about three years, oh, I think, or okay. a little over. All right, perfect. Thanks for correcting yeah. me on that one. That one, yeah. So, like, she's been on the island. No, I mean it genuinely, but she's been on the island, and she wants to get off. Yeah. But, but then... Yeah, like, she um, wants to get off. Ooh. Yeah. 
She... So badly that she doesn't want to get off the island. Yeah, she wants <laughs> the zing. No, but yeah, she wants to. She wants to leave the island basically, but she just hasn't had the ability to. But how long has she been on the island? Like not like been fucking up baby births. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. And if this baby is born fine, Ethan, then what does that mean? Like when did this curse take effect? Yeah, you know? uh, it took place sometime after uh, this because Sawyer says. Oh, maybe the thing that uh, is affecting you isn't affecting you anymore. Yeah, and that's kind of a leap of faith on his part, right? Because yeah. he kind of just... There's nothing to, to I, indicate that. I kind of feel like Sawyer, as a leader character, uh, is all about leaps of faith. Yeah. Like, it really <laughs> just seems like all he does is tell people what he thinks they need to hear. We kinda, you know, yeah, like I mean, what you would have as a con man for a leader. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just hearing... A smooth talker. Yeah, just a smooth talker who's who's just built up a whole resume of, uh, you know, failures, but kind of, like, fell into success, maybe a measure of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's why uh, they call Sawyer the man of faith. <laughs> so, uh, one thing that uh, I wanted to mention, uh, he talked about... Like, how long something would remain a secret on the island because Horace was uh, drunk and playing with dynamite. Mm. And he said it's going to be all over the Coconut Telegraph. Yeah. Which I know that nowadays, like, uh, we will occasionally use the word coconut wireless mm. to this, to mean, like, how people gossip and talk to each other about everything. And it made me wonder... What did we call that shit before cell phones? <laughs> before wireless phones yeah. were a thing. Well, wireless is also what they used to call radios. Oh, okay. Yeah. So has it always, so has it been like a kind of mix between telegraph and wireless? The funny thing is we're looking at yeah. David and asking him that. And David <laughs> right. is from... Uh, the, the, the great state of North Carolina. Yeah. Whereas AJ and I grew up here and we're both in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Maybe. We should know this, <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> uh, so babies pre-1977, we don't know. It's fine. We don't have to know. It's not important for... Maybe the cell was. phone solved the curse of the dead babies. <laughs> as soon as dead we brought babies. in the cell phone. Yeah. I love how you say that. I feel uh, like there's an episode that will explain this. I think it also is inter- just yeah. talking about the 1970s and the time period. I think they were pretty spot on with a few things like the clothing and the furniture and the way they decorated the places. But something I thought was uh, different in the plot point was that in the 70s, men weren't necessarily always present for the birth, and it wasn't really oh, a big yeah. deal if they missed it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to, I guess... It was they... kind of a big deal if they made it. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, so it was interesting that, I mean, just it staying with the times and whatnot. No, that's a good point, because, yeah. like... Yeah, because it. Yeah, I could see how that would be the norm, right? Back then. Yeah, I think a lot of times that you weren't allowed in there, you'd have to stay out in the waiting room and right. just smoke cigarettes. Right, right, and then that's where the whole cigar thing came from. Like, I well, know. I guess we can celebrate this. Let me go get some cigars. <laughs> no good. My are... wife and child aren't dead. Let's smoke it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc, can we smoke in here? Can we smoke the cigars in here? Because there are lots of oxygen tanks. We want to light up. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, this baby needs some serious... He needs He needs to celebrate, too. But I think it meant, like, I kind of took it also as, like, maybe that means more about what that says for actual births on the island, that it is, like, a big deal because uh, they live on this, you know, reclusive society. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, maybe it was a bigger deal because of the complications with the birth, and they're like, oh, we need her, uh, we need her husband there uh, to 
give us permission to uh, perform the surgery or whatever. Oh, that's uh, true. Was anybody else frustrated with um, the character Amy? Uh, I don't know if I was frustrated with her or like maybe the actor. Was it her hair? It was like <laughs> it was the acting. She seemed very big in a lot of her choices. That she was kind of it was like quite big. Where she had these big white eyes and she would take out the uh, the. The uh, the whatever earplug she had in yeah. it. So, I don't know. I just I wasn't feeling her. Was that just me? Her curls were abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then beyond that, I would say yeah, she made some bold moves for not being in a very powerful dis- position. How do you mean? Well, I think the fact that she like zinged them all with the fence, mm. and she had no backup or anything, and uh, was just saw them shoot two of her two other people down. And then she was like, I'm going to take on this group of five or how many, ever many. Yeah, so that was pretty bold. And she got really lucky that they all walked through the fence at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, timing's everything. Yeah. So that was, I just think that she was bold for how minimal her position seemed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I I suppose so. But I don't know, I just just couldn't get over her through the whole episode. (laughs) I was like... I don't know about How you. do you feel about her remarry or being in the relationship? Change? Is three years long enough to get over someone? That that question that we ask <laughs> Sawyer. According well, to he Sawyer. He thinks about someone to get over. It <laughs> brings back the fucking rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. at the end of the episode, it's like, I kind of wish that they had named this episode is three years long enough. <laughs> Do you feel that three years is long enough? I mean, if the question was posed to you, to get over someone. Uh, I don't know. Is, is the person dead or lost in time? Yeah. Ooh. Good distinction, because that was my only discrepancy <laughs> with that question as well. So that's the whole thing. The whole idea is that there's no finality. There's no conclusion. Like, if, they, if there's a question left, then that's like, then that becomes a whole different thing. Because then you're not able to move forward, right? Yeah, not having yeah. closure is... Uh, it definitely makes things take longer. And there's no worse uh, sense of no closure than having someone lost in the time stream. Yeah, so we we'll never know when they'll come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at, well, we kind of see everybody, but they use Sawyer as like the character to kind of telegraph this to us, where it's just mostly he's still looking for whoever, you know, that they haven't found after this whole time skipping thing stopped. And this is three years later. So you know that the, the wound is still there and maybe like the imagery or the thought of the person because he says that he can't remember what kate looks like Mm -hmm. this is just three years later so much so he actually takes off his glasses when he (laughs) sees her (laughs) he just goes wait a minute he's like these prescriptions aren't strong enough i I wasn't sure there yeah yeah well i think a lot of the time that they spent together he wasn't wearing his glasses (laughs) so the way he remembers her is kind of fuzzy oh it's more of like a clark kent (laughs) It was more of like a Clark Kent reveal. Yeah, it's just a blur. It's just a brunette blur. Drunk goggles kind of thing. Maybe, maybe it was just that he's just like, oh, Kate's here. I better take off these nerdy glasses. <laughs> Let yeah. my hair like flap in the wind. I think what we, what we weren't seeing. <laughs> For the viewers at home, uh, I just need to replay what Chad just did with his neck and head. His hair did flap in the wind and it was, it was sexy. Yeah. Ladies, that you guys don't know how sexy. Too long lock of hair right <laughs> yeah, in front of my head. Yeah. <laughs> what we don't, what what they didn't tell us is that when they shot the scene, I think they had Sawyer taking off his glasses and then removing like his jumpsuit to oh, reveal yeah. an S covered shirt, <laughs> right? And it was just a blue and uh, red uniform. Thanks, thanks, you guys. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. He'll be here all week. <laughs> I, I got that reference. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, so, um, yeah, so I guess going back to the whole Sawyer thing, he kind of says, yeah, three years is enough to get over someone. Of course, we find out that it's kind of a, I don't know if it's a, if, if it's not a, it, I don't think it's a lie. I think it's not Sawyer being dishonest. It's just him being. I think he thought that he was over her. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, he goes and sees well, he sees Kate at the end of this episode. So, uh, we know that his reaction to that is a little different. So. I would also like to add, Facebook didn't exist uh, when this came out. And so, three years used to be long enough to get over someone. <laughs> yeah. Now you can't, like, you can't You can't not, get rid of yeah. anyone, yeah. Like, you could totally be over someone. They still pop up in your feed. And you're like, yeah. Hey, you can always block them. Like, yeah. yeah. But then, like, that feels weird. Algorithms are just, like, crazy nowadays. Things happen. They're like, people you may know. Some guy you dated for six years, you definitely Uh know him. Yeah, yeah. Don't add him. Yeah, there's, like, people you (laughs) may know. And it's, like, friends of friends of friends. Like, oh, I don't... How does this person know that person? <laughs> Mostly people that uh, people I may know are comedians or people that are no longer friends with me that used to be. Yeah, they should probably <laughs> just not like, oh, put those I guess this person the, uh... got tired of being my friend. Yeah, eh, well, whatever. That's yeah, a weird way to find out someone unfriended you mm-hmm. is when you see them and that this is someone you may know thing. You're like, wait, I thought we were friends. <laughs> so that's kind of what happened to Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. He like had unfriended Kate in this universe. <laughs> yeah, and the then... band was just people you may know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think I think normally most folk, when they see someone that they may know, they just slowly take off their glasses and stare for a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe some windswept look while they're staring at the computer yeah, the screen. Wind- when he pulled up and, and waited for them and they were driving up and they were right there on the coast, you get a lot of water and it was very green. It reminded me a lot of the end of The Force Awakens. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I could see. Yeah. Some of that imagery kind of scans. Like it comes it comes back for sure. Um, Wait, so who's <laughs> Luke and who's Rey? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I guess, I guess since Sawyer was the one they were coming to. That would make him Luke? Yeah. <laughs> it would make him Luke. But he actually didn't have his beard. Oh, yeah, it's weird. Nobody really had a beard. Hurley has the stuff that he has. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that makes Hurley Where Where do you think they're coming from? Oh, uh, they're coming from uh, the uh, time-flashing plane. They were on a plane and then uh, time flashed. We saw that. And they were no longer on the plane. Dot, dot, dot. Then they're there. (laughs) Yeah. At some point, Jin gets them. Yeah. I guess... Guess maybe that's the purpose of that scene. Another purpose for that scene too that they have the show earlier, where it's just um, where Jin and Sawyer have like that scene together, where Jin says, "Yeah, I've taken care of Section One One Three," and then he was like, "Okay, so tomorrow we'll do One One Three Three Four or whatever." So um, it's like the One Three 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 and whatever. So I guess he still has them searching. So I guess that's how we were supposed to, because whatever else was there, they kind of cut out. Like they don't show. It feels like there might have been some footage missing. Like they don't show like. The um, the ones that came back, like, waking up on the beach or on the shore. They don't show them waking up anywhere. Unless that comes in the episode that we're going to see yeah. next week. But yeah, I mean, I we... Yeah, know. that's going to be my prediction for the next episode. Oh, no. spoilers for this episode we're recording right now. That's going to make a prediction later. Oh, if that's how that ends, that'll be, like, if, that'll be so terrible. I know they won't do that, but then, like, you have, like, the episode ends with Jin finding them on the beach, and it just cuts to loss. And then, like, this week, it, it's just, it's just so you're finding them. With Jin bringing them to him, and then they cut to loss. That does sound like the uh, the way that the show would be done yeah. very disappointingly. Which, <laughs> if I recall correctly, 
after the first couple of seasons is how this show was described. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the viewership tanked. I looked it up today. <laughs> oh, no. At its peak, it was like 18 mil. Mm-hmm. Is that like season two? Season, season one? Season one, two, three. Season three. three. Oh, okay. Season three. And then it started to dip mm-hmm. off. Yep. Huh. Interesting. It was pretty, I mean, it was still like, you know, 11 mil. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's still a lot, I guess, for that time, too. Because, like, I think right around, uh, now it's a little different, but back then, like, to get numbers like that, that was kind of like, that was great. But Yeah. I mean, yeah, how many you got? <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Six. A total of six. Yeah. But then, like, um, yeah, I, I know, it's kind of yeah, strange. There's, there's a scene, like, I wasn't too into the the baby drama this episode like it was unfolding but it was fine but i don't know i wasn't too focused on that but <laughs> I, like it gave me time you to look enjoy at enjoy the curse of the dead baby <laughs> <laughs> not so much but i did it did give me a chance to enjoy other shit that was happening in the scene like in that scene where um where sawyer wakes up horace and then tells him that he missed the birth of the baby and, like there's a um there's a coffee table. Do you guys see what's on that coffee table in that scene? No, it was on the coffee table. It's it's a tray full of all different kinds of nuts. <laughs> and that was it. And I guess that's not strange, but it, it wasn't Were like, they mixed or were they like compartmented? They were compartmented, I think. <laughs> and then like it was just tra- like a tray of nuts, like a serious <laughs> tray of nuts. And they were just open to the air, which I was thinking like... Oh, that's weird. Like, that's your island brain <laughs> kicking in like, those are going to go bad. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Nice. But then, I don't know, for some reason, I, my brain just picked up on that. He's all like, you missed the birth of your baby. I was like, that's a tray of nuts on the coffee table. <laughs> it's so it's so mundane. But at the same time, like, I've never seen, I've never been to anybody's house who just had like a tray of nuts like <laughs> sitting the on the coffee table. The weird thing that I picked up from that scene was uh, they had the glass of water for Horace yeah. because, you know, he's hungover, so you want him to have water. And then he holds the glass of water up to the side <laughs> of his head, uh, except he's holding the part that doesn't have any water left in it yeah. up to his head. Well, when you do that, you can hear the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> he's just all like, what can I listen to on this island? Yeah. That scene uh, between the two of them where they're talking about the three years and the relationship i it just is proof that no matter what you're talking about with someone else they're projecting their own relationship <laughs> oh, insecurities yeah. onto yeah. you oh yeah like it's <laughs> everybody's just like everyone is just a mass of their experiences and then they just try to push that shit on everybody they're else. like wait, wait wait but me <laughs> <laughs> hold like, on i'm not gonna tell you that i'm talking about myself now <laughs> we're really gonna start talking about me now yeah it's like it's three years enough to get over someone yeah yeah Yes. Well, when it comes to me, would would you would you guys be upset if you found a necklace uh, from an ex boyfriend in your girlfriend's dresser? A dead ex boyfriend. Yeah, a dead ex husband is low. A dead ex husband to me is a little it's different. Different, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I thought he was kind of hypersensitive about right. that whole thing. Uh-huh. And it's and it's been three years, and I know three years sounds like some time, but really, three years isn't a lot. That can of go time. by pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because I guess you could still be processing the loss, or even you know, I don't, I don't think she moved past it. I mean, it was a trauma for her. I mean, like her husband was was murdered in front right, of her, and then she yeah. almost lost her life. Yeah, she could have become Batman. <laughs> <laughs> she could have, she could have become Batman. She missed that yeah. opportunity. She wasted a good traumatic experience <laughs> and just had a baby. Yeah, yeah. I think what we're learning here is it's better to be Batman than to. Bring new life into this world. <laughs> yeah, if you was, ever have a choice. When 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 they were asking about when Horace was asking Amy if they could sacrifice Paul. <laughs> yes. 
Was Paul dead or alive at this point? Because it didn't, it wasn't, sh- I wasn't sure. Oh, I thought Paul was dead the whole yeah. time. Oh, he's, he's been dead, dead the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. That's they, what like, I thought. We've never seen him alive. So what was the merit in keeping the body? <laughs> the emotional attachment. Yeah. yeah, I guess having that closure of probably burying the person. Because then... Like, you, you've, you've had pets before, right? No, but I've had people die. I've buried people. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a better one-to-one. It's a much better ratio, but I I just feel like, you're young, maybe no one you've ever died. Yeah, no, I've been to lots of funerals, uh, but I... I've been to lots of funerals, too, but I don't really care about people that You guys heard it here first. Rebecca Robinson, attender of many funerals. Dream crusher, funeral (laughs) attender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, well, I mean, the only reason I ask is because he was just laying on the bed and it seemed like she was like planning on keeping him for something when she was kind of like confused about giving him up to save their whole group of people maybe it was like a last dance with mary jane kind of scenario it's because i've never been in love isn't it (laughs) i I wasn't trying to say that i was just making a reference to a weird tom petty video Hmm. I don't know, yeah. I I guess it's strange. I'll wonder, how would you guys feel if you couldn't bury the person that you were closest to? Or if you couldn't keep the remains of the person that you're closest to? Because at that point, they're not the person anymore. They're just, they're they're Yeah, and I think it's a pretty social, I mean, it's a societal construct. Like, some societies don't really place any importance around burial at all. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's, it's so strange. Which makes me wonder... Does the Dharma Initiative have a grave site? Because up until this point, they're research people, right? Or they're research whatever. Maybe they were cremating each other? I mean, that's like, oh. We know at least one of those, like, vaguely Asian things, right? Cremating each other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so dirty. (laughs) All night. Oh, yeah. We know they have a a mass grave. Yeah. Talked about. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Because, like, a lot of people that were brought to the island that are part of Dharma, they seem like youthful people. Like, yeah. Like, with the exception of maybe the oldest one there, Roger Workman, who's, like, in his <laughs> 40s at the time, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But then, like, a lot of people that they bring there are able-bodied, where yeah. they have to have them fulfill some kind of function. So there's no... You, you notice that there's no older folks. Maybe the they Dharma. never planned on anyone dying. Yeah. yeah. Like, Probably. you know, the way that young people are just like, yeah, we're just going to live forever. Yeah. But there is a truce between them and the others on the island. So in order for there to be a truce, there must have been a war. And in this war, there must have been casualties on both sides. No, that's a good yeah. point. But who knows? I mean, maybe there wasn't. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe sure. they all get Viking funerals. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. That would be like the dopest thing. <laughs> what is what is the Dharma version of a, of a burial or a grave or... I that? think you feed it to the smoke monster. I guess so. You just throw it at the temple, right? You yeah. launch that body at the temple wall and then get out of there. <laughs> the Dharma pult. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, is Paul dead? Put him on the Dharma pult. <laughs> Goodbye, Paul. Taking, taking your Ankh necklace. <laughs> Hulk. Is there any significance to the Ankh imagery, or is it? Or are we just going to take it at face value? Okay, it's another Ankh. I think we've, we've talked about... Oh, yeah, in this specific thing about... Um, no. I'm pretty sure that the, the Ankh in this situation is the death life symbol, not yeah. the veg symbol. Yeah. Not the what symbol? Not the veg symbol. Oh. Uh. Like last time, uh, when we discussed the symbolism of the Ankh, AJ's like, yeah, that's totally a vagina. And it, well, yeah. and it with little arms. <laughs> and then it ended up it ended up being, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what the whole meaning of it is or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh. Egyptian stuff. 
I'm not saying that you were wrong. I'm oh, just no, like, yeah. I, I don't think in this case it was a vagina hanging yeah. around his neck. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I feel you. I wasn't trying to be defensive. God, I feel like I'm being super defensive tonight. We are attacking you hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of I kind of like the idea that they were having issues where, where I guess Horace was upset that Amy still had the onk. I mean, yeah. I guess it was good for... To move forward the scene. I can see getting upset that she's hiding it from you. Yeah. It, but what is she going to do with it? Yeah. Like, I don't think she wants to prominently display it anywhere in the house, right? But yeah, so. But then I guess she was not going to actively go and tell him, like, I have this thing in my sock drawer or something. Maybe, no, no. maybe uh, she actually wore it around for, like, two and a half years. Ooh. And then Horace was like, isn't two and a half years long enough <laughs> to get over someone? And she's like, you know what? You're right. It is. And then she took it off, and he's just like, oh, man, we're finally moving forward. <laughs> and then she just hid it in her sock drawer. Ah. Yeah. I wonder if he spent, like, the last three years just asking everyone, hey, has it been is six months long enough to <laughs> get over Do you life? think my wife is over her dead husband? <laughs> Which raised the question, it's How three long years. did it take before them, they got married? Yeah. yeah. When did they get married? And I totally thought that when he, like, dropped down to a knee in front of her... <laughs> Like, I was just like, is he going to propose right now? Yeah. Like, this seems a little too soon. That's why they needed the body so he could take the ring off. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's savage. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I know the show, we kind of mention it every so many episodes, but I know the show kind of dances around a lot of religious, um, I guess a lot of religious symbolism too. There Uh might be some religious symbolism in this Uh situation where... There's a scripture in the Bible. I'm not exactly sure where it's at. I don't have my notes in front of me. Well, I have my notes, but I don't have that Somewhere scripture. in the back. But yeah, he doesn't have his Bible notes. I don't have my <laughs> Bible notes, guys. Totally different notes. But in the Bible, I think it's like in the gospel where somebody asked Jesus the question, like, if a, if a, if a man dies and his brother takes his wife, like, who is she with in heaven or whatever? But then, like, I think the parable goes on to say something like, if the man dies and then his brother remarries the woman and then that brother dies, but there's, like, a whole line of brothers and each brother has to keep... So there's, like, a total... Usually when a, a bunch of brothers get in a line with a woman, that's a completely different thing than what the Bible is talking about. <laughs> Explain to me what that means. Oh, I'm talking about running a train. <laughs> I was I, I was just gonna let it go. Guess. I wanted you to state it out outright, but but yeah, um, the the I guess I think the, they call it like a caravan, probably <laughs> <laughs> of dreams. <Yeah. laughs> caravan of dreams. No, I, well, well, that would be your cute dream crusher. <laughs> <laughs> caravan of dream crushers. Well, there's a. I guess the point that I'm trying to. So get to. what happens after the line of brothers? Yeah. So there's a line of seven brothers in this in this thing, and somebody mm-hmm. asked Jesus like, "Who gets the wife in heaven or whatever?" <laughs> like when the wife dies, who who's the actual? Oh yes, because this is when women were property. Yeah, yeah. right. So I, <laughs> so at this point, I think Jesus' response to it was like, "Ah, shucks, I think it's something like it. It's it's it doesn't matter right now. Or it's that's up not to the thing. woman. Yeah. Let the woman decide. Yeah. So when she gets to heaven, she's like, I'll take Ray Jr. She's like, I actually one. don't want to be a part of this family. <laughs> Seven generations. All you brothers, you guys have just kind of, you guys all have the same kind of insecurities <laughs> and daddy issues because you guys are essentially the same guy. Yikes. I think I'll take my chances being single in heaven or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, tying it back to, to the episode, like she gets married relatively fast to, to Horace after Paul passed passes away but um what if they like just got married like yeah they only got married because she was pregnant yeah what if it was just a shotgun wedding <laughs> i was gonna i was like i wish we had the soundboard to just <laughs> <laughs> so like 
Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. What if it was a shotgun wedding? Yeah. But there's no older people on the on the <laughs> island, so there's no like Amy's father to like march horse down with a shotgun. Well, I mean, it's pretty interesting just in itself that the social structure is pretty similar to that of a normal social structure, even though they're totally isolated from everything in their their own little community. So the fact that they get married at all is pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, that's that's such an interesting thing, and maybe I guess it's. It's kind of harkening back to the to the time period because we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I guess it's the seventies, so things are maybe a little bit more traditional, conservative. Because they're not they're on this island doing whatever it is that they're doing. You know, they're considering research or whatever. But all of them are essentially like based on the accents and where they come from on the sub, which is Ann Arbor, Michigan. Like you'd assume that they kind of have those traditional American values. Or whatever 1970s traditional American yeah. values are. They're all from the Midwestern American heartland. <laughs> yeah. They're all from the real America. <laughs> Continental U.S. <laughs> I mean, they're the Dharma Initiative, and Horace wears tie-dyed shirts and stuff, so they do have some of that hippie stuff going on, too. So. Right. Yeah, they do like yeah. the drugs. Right, right. Huh. They do like the drugs. <laughs> it, it is kind of fun to see this episode, and this is kind of taking us a little bit in a different direction, but like... Um, a little bit into the weeds? <laughs> a little bit into the weeds, singular. <laughs> weeds. But yeah, there's a... Um, it's kind of nice to see Sawyer. Uh, I guess we kind of talked about him maybe not being the best leader on the island, but for better or worse, he's kind of asserted himself into this role of leader. And within the three years, he's kind of, uh, I guess, blossomed into the role. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I guess that kind of ties back to the name symbolism too, where he takes the name for himself, La Fleur, which he says is Creole French for the flower. So, yeah. Oh, okay. But like, he goes from being crazy con man to like, you know, industrious, you know, security guard, leader guy. working head of security. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of fun because we and don't know. Family guy. Family guy. <laughs> and we don't, we don't know. Because the way we're watching it, we don't know what kind of person Sawyer was before these events. We can kind of speculate and guess based on what we've seen already. But, you know, he's a different dude. Like, he's picking up flowers. He's walking in, you know. and He's, <laughs> he's certainly not loose cat and cop that we saw <laughs> yeah. in the sideways. Reality. Like he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually, he's a little bit more stable now. And it's it's awesome to see because at this point, he's able to give himself to someone, you know. And he's able to accept their love in return. I'm talking about Juliet. So. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of like he's kind of has he kind of has his feet firmly planted under him, and then we kind of see that kind of just get taken away in the episode <laughs> that we already saw, where all this starts to crash down around him because the others came down. Yeah, or, so he found happiness for three, two years, three. Yeah, years. one episode. <laughs> yeah, so he was in a good place for the space of one episode. Yeah, half of this episode because the other <laughs> half is set before this relationship. I like That's how true. you pointed out that uh, in the three years that. Uh, took place in this episode uh sawyer really grew and blossomed Jin also changed a lot <laughs> the first time he shows up on on the screen uh they even uh put the parentheses in his captions that says fluidly i saw that, I wrote that yeah down. <laughs> i wrote that down too that to was... show to show that in in those in those three years uh Jin mastered the english language yeah so in context, it's fine. <laughs> Out of context, if you just saw this episode randomly, like... Like, you would just be like, that's kind of racist. <laughs> well, that's what I wrote, and I wrote, quote, Jin's not the... Gr- when he makes the, uh, the observation that he's not the greatest conversationalist. And uh-huh. I was like, because he's not speaking the same language, <laughs> maybe he's great at conversation if yeah. he spoke... Yeah. yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you spoke Korean, LaFleur... Yeah. Oh, yeah. What maybe you're a bad Korean conversationalist, Sawyer. <laughs> 
But yeah, so you got to see growth from Sawyer. You got to see growth from Jin. And everybody else that was kind of held back in the 70s, too. So, like, kind of like how we were discussing. Did we see growth with Miles? Well, Miles, well. As far, we would kind of have to know what kind of yeah. person Miles was. He was complaining his. less than we saw earlier. Yeah, he seems to... He's more on board with the stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He kind of gets on board with the program, like in, in future episodes, where he kind of refers he kind of refers to Sawyer as, as, as boss. boss. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he never always did. And I guess we saw a glimpse of that in this episode, too. So, I guess he's come around, too. So, mm-hmm. it's almost like everybody in in Dharmaville or they they ended up finding an equilibrium where they're kind of okay yeah. um, for at least a little while before things kind of got crazy again but you know I guess that's just good TV because yeah. you can't have everybody be happy forever it's just gonna be shitty TV yeah usually once someone finds uh, happiness it's like oh now it's time to kill them yeah <laughs> and and Juliet lived for the rest of this season yeah yeah oh, wait they killed her mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <laughs> so wait I mean, do you think? I mean, I guess we we kind of already seen it where Sawyer holds on to that guilt because in this we get a scene where um, Juliet is ready to leave, right? And she's ready to take that next morning sub out, but yeah. um, he convinces her to stay, and so she does. So I, I guess that probably weighs on his conscience too, where it would give him more of a solid standing to believe that she's dead because of him, even though the events that that took place was you know he kind of. Def- Deflected to like Jack and all yeah. those people. It's pretty clear that it was Jack's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> that it was just Jack, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was saying, Jack, stop doing this, and he kept going. And mm. then. Basically, it comes down to Jack and Juliet. Yeah. Uh, pretty and much. he's not going to blame Juliet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Jack pretty much. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Rebecca. No. No, he just like Leroy Jenkins his way in, right? At, <laughs> yeah. at, in that in that in the finale that we saw this yeah. season, mm-hmm. he just kind of goes in with the van, guns a blazing, doesn't really have a plan, <laughs> and then gets Juliet killed. So yeah, yep. So that's what we see there, and causes a whole incident. Another thing about how we see uh, Sawyer change is that um, you know he starts off three years ago with scraggly hair and this beard, this nice dark beard on his face, and then when we flash forward to the future where he's He's a more settled down man. He's clean shaven mm-hmm. more and has yeah. that weird straightened 70s hair that we've yeah. seen <laughs> the entire series so far. And uh, it's weird to see him the other way, but I think that's the way that we're going to have to get used to seeing him. Yeah, yeah. I, like just more scruffy and yeah. a more a more tattered man. That's probably, probably what got the motors going back in 06, right? Like, yeah. People were just like, yeah, give me some more of that, that, that grizzled man. <laughs> Whose uh, five o'clock shadow is different than the hair in his head? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like it, he's dyed blonde, right? I guess. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, looked like he was kind of like a regular well, black. I think yeah, I think most people with uh, uh, you know not black hair have mm. darker facial hair than the, the rest of their hair. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'm willing to accept yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. If, I, I, if I had a beard, it'd probably grow in not. Yeah. Br- blonde like reddish or something maybe oh, i hope not i hope i'm not one of those weirdos <laughs> well i mean like you could look at like other people in your family right yeah no, no, no. like my brother he's brunette and mm-hmm. his hair grows in darker brunette mm-hmm. oh, there's, there's that i wasn't trying to indicate that i think that you have a beard no, no no i know i brought the i brought up my own beard. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hypothetical beard mm-hmm. <laughs> does anybody have a favorite hypothetical part? beard would be a pretty good band name. yeah i would love that as band name that oh. sounds like the best band can we start a band <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can't really play anything. Me neither. Oh, man. <laughs> I have okay. all the rhythm that God gave get a dead cactus. 
I can play a set of spoons. Just, uh... Spoon Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that song was about? Uh, dude that played spoons? Yeah. Guy. Like, there's even a spoon breakdown in the song. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure it's also about heroin. No. Oh. Well, I just assumed sense. that all of his stuff was about heroin. <laughs> I assume all songs about spoons are about heroin. No, that's a safe bet. <laughs> what about the Loving Spoonful? Yeah. Oh, those guys are totally messed up on H all the time. Also, uh, uh, the, the fun fact about the that band name, it's uh, supposed to refer to the amount of cum that you come. Wait, what? Yeah, really? it's what? supposed to be about a spoonful. Wow. Yeah. That's that's wow. That's a piece of trivia for yeah. everybody. A teaspoon or a tablespoon? Yeah. I have no idea. So in case, yeah, there you guys go. Loving spoonful, serving spoon. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a spoonful of cum. That's what their name is. <laughs> they couldn't use that on the album though. So like the the guy, like their their band manager, is like, we gotta change this. We have to do something because this isn't their original fly. band name, Tablespooch. <laughs> <laughs> The original bad name, Cream Pie for Mommy. No. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me walk that back. Guys, you have to give me a chance to walk that back. What I meant to say was cream pie for da- daddy this is getting worse this is getting so much are worse. we at that point in the episode where the heat in the room has started to make us delirious again well not yet i think we can get a little bit hotter yeah i i told I, oh we right. can always get a little hotter yeah, we haven't even talked about richard alfred yet we yeah. we could listen to an entire weekend of uh playing uh it's getting hot in here <laughs> So that Richard Albert team pops up. He's he he comes in. He kind of he kind of has like the demeanor of like maybe like a lion to me. That like a lion that's stalking his prey because he comes mm-hmm. in, sits so casually on that bench. Like he's not concerned at all with these um, Dharma folk. Yeah, and he kind of he kind of shows that it's almost like a it's almost like a power swag. Play. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? He's very confident because he know, he can tell that everyone in the Dharma initiative is scared of him mm-hmm. he looks like he just stepped off wall street all the time <laughs> yeah that, that's the other thing like he didn't look like he was like wearing 70s wear it looked like the same thing that uh, he wore in every scene where it wasn't the 1800s he's a, he's a sensible man, man. Yeah. yeah he's like he's, he has timeless fashion but you're yes. right he did used to dress like a pirate mm-hmm. yeah right right with it with those hair extensions <laughs> and everything yeah big fluffy fabio shirt. yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know that they, um, What's guess, the truce? Yeah, what is the truce? Do we ever learn what the truce is from the episodes that we've seen already? No, other than no, we have. I haven't learned what the truce is yet. Yeah, because yeah, I don't, I don't know what the truce was or what the truce is. I I think that uh, we may never actually get to know what that is because. There's not going to be any reason for a uh, truce later because all people in Dharma are dead in a mass grave. Yeah. Well, we know that now based on what we've seen in the episode. So there's an episode that has, that might have that. So maybe it'll get explained at that point in time, I, I would think. But you never know. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe someone wrote we'll it down it. in a diary somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Dharma diary. A Dharma diary. With a Dharma logo on the cover. Yeah. And then on the very inside part of the Dharma logo, it's a little book. And that's on the cover of the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the greatest. Like that Logoception. That, yeah. <laughs> that guy just is he's just so happy that he's got so much work. Like he's gotta just come up with all these dar- Dharma logos yeah. all day, all night. I, I, I really wanted to see a close up of what the uh, Dharma logo on the whiskey bottle looked like. 
Yeah, yeah oh. me too. Oh shit! Yeah, because it was Dharma branded whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it had the Dharma logo and it just said whiskey. Yeah, yeah. no, because the Merlot is Dharma Merlot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those those Dharma folk were they were misallocating their time. <laughs> like like they could have spent all that time just get a Costco brand, just get Costco brand. It's fine. They were just super into branding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose so. Which makes me think of them more as a cult, right? Because I mean, I, I don't know if that's they they claim to be a research group of researchers or whatever the fuck that they're doing, right. but it just seems like. You know, any kind of cult that you're put into, they seem to have their own words and verbiage and signs and signage. And it's just you get constantly inundated with this bullshit. So you're just like, yeah, Dharma, that's I rep Dharma all day long. Mm -hmm. Dharma books, maybe Dharma booze. Maybe they're like Batman. Like that's that's the science thing. (laughs) They're trying to develop Batman because they're just like, oh, yeah, everything's going to be Dharma branded. And then eventually we'll create Dharma man. (laughs) (laughs) They are trying to summon Dharma Man. Yeah. They're trying to awaken him who lives under the eye. Everything is called Dharma whatever. And there's ver- logos on everything. Yeah, just like Batman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Um, Chad, do you know about Captain Dharma? That's part of the show? <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a Captain Dharma. Everybody has to have these five Dharma rings. Mm-hmm. And then when they bring them together, they summon Captain Dharma. What, what yeah, are, what are the, the, the five rings? It's all the stations. So yeah. there's the Orchid, the... Uh, Flame, the flame, the flame. I mentioned the arrow. This, this the arrow. Thing. That's right. Uh-huh. They mentioned that. The hatch. The hatch. Yeah, it's the pearl. That's the pearl. That's right. Yeah. And then there's one other one. It's, um, it's heart. It's the, the uh, Indian kid. The swan. <laughs> oh, it's the swan. Yeah. Okay. But the swan is the secret one. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's is that the, the secret. The secret ring. That's the secret yeah. ring. <laughs> so belongs to a little Indian kid. I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, and the pearl's not the hatch. That's a different hatch. Oh well. Yeah. Anyways, hit us up corrections department. We don't know. <laughs> So, I, yeah, but, yeah, that's so strange. They do so much branding. Captain Dharma. <laughs> I know, I really want a Dharma <laughs> shirt or something. Yeah. Gonna take yeah. the others down to zero. I went, I remember um, seeing someone who had, like, uh, I guess the Lost Collection, and it was just, like, the DVDs, but it was, like, they had the Dharma logo, but they had so much, like, Dharma stuff on the, the box set. Uh-huh. I was, uh, it was, like, the old school, I think, regular DVD box set, but I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, all the other ones just have, like, the Lost cast and... Uh-huh. ABC or whatever on it, oh. but this one was just straight up like a white box with the black markings. I was like, oh, that's my... That's oh, is this like that. the full series box set? I think so. Nice. I think so. Have you seen that before? No. I the special that. Dharma yeah. edition? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I'll... I'll, I'll I, well, yeah. I'll what was the logo <laughs> in the middle of the... I don't remember. I don't remember. Was it a picture of a DVD? <laughs> <laughs> it was a picture of like a DVD, like uh, the inside, the DVD covering. It was just the inside. <laughs> So you just had like a little place for you to push to get the disc out and like the recycle sign that's, that's on the DVD cover. In this episode, we also get to meet Phil's wife or girlfriend. Heather. That's Phil's wife? Uh, I mean, like he he put them in there like that's his house, right? Oh. Or that's what I assume. No. Oh, okay. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, so maybe Phil is kind of killing it with the ladies on the island. Yeah, I don't lady. know. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the lady that plays uh, Heather, uh, his girlfriend, yeah. like I was like, looking and I was like, she looks really familiar. So I tried looking her up on IMDb to see what else she's been in. Nothing. She's not been in anything else. This no. is the, the only role that she has on IMDb. Uh, I'm calling it. I'm calling it director's girlfriend or something like that. It oh. was like somebody's somebody's person. <laughs> I don't so know. You went uh, to high school with her, Chad. I I don't think I went to high school with her. Like I've probably seen her at the Republic a bunch because I think she works for BAM. Huh. Interesting. Did you look her up on Facebook? Uh, yes. Carla uh, Buscaglia or Buscalia? I'm not sure how to mm. pronounce her name. 
But yeah, we're actually friends on Facebook, it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> what? Like, oh, this is probably why you look familiar, because I met you at some point. Chad, you gotta ask her if she wants to be on the show. Dude, yeah, that'd be Carla, great. It would have been listening? good to have her on this episode. Yeah, that would have been great. Can we get in the time machine and move Rebecca to next week? <laughs> oh, no. We're actually really happy to have Rebecca. Rebecca, is there anything else that sticks out to you this episode? Something that popped up weird? Um, well, I just thought the it was interesting. The whole episode was named after Lafleur, uh, yeah. And I guess it would have been more... It would have been more sensical mm. if we watched it chronologically probably but it didn't seem so poignant that the episode be named after him in my opinion hmm. yeah good point so chad what, what do you think is gonna happen next week oh next week uh we get to see what happens in between the plane flash and when Jin finds them i'm just gonna keep saying that until we find that out <laughs> like, we can be in season three and i'll still yeah. be saying that yeah 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 i don't think it's fair for your predictions to be things that people have said have happened mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> I said that that was going to happen. Yeah. That was me. I'm the one that said <laughs> Is that. Is there anything you well, hope I'm... happens yeah. throughout the rest Ooh, of the I like show? Oh, I really want to see uh, that conversation on the docks or wherever that dark area was Ooh. from Sun's point of view. Because mm. uh, there, there's, a, there's a scene where we've seen it from two different points of view so far. And I really want that to be the Rashomon scene of the season where we get to see it from the point of view of every character that's in that conversation. I want to see that too. I think it's like... I don't know for sure, but, you know, like, based on what we've seen so far, and we've seen that stuff play back, like, maybe in episode 11 and 9, but I wonder, like, if, if we don't ever see that until, like, maybe, like, the season premiere or something, or, yeah. like, they just they just let it simmer for, like, yeah. five episodes. Or, or that happens sometime in season three. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone that's disappeared that you want to come back? I still want to see Ian Somerhalder on the show. No. I only got to see him in, like, the second to last episode of the show. Well, he's a babe. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually Chad's favorite. Yeah, I think we've established that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, I remember, like, the original Lost cast, like, I was just like, oh, that's probably the dude that all the chicks like. Like, completely looking past Sawyer. <laughs> I yeah. remember... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to agree. I would also look past Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at the time when this aired on TV, uh, I remember watching it. This was like, what, oh, oh, six? Oh, five, oh, four? Yeah, so, like... Right before this, I think Ian Somerhalder had like a couple of like he had a few episodes on um uh Smallville, I think. Mm-hmm. He was he yeah. had like a few like maybe four or five episodes on there, or maybe he had like an arc on there somewhere. Oh. But for some reason I remember watching Smallville because I used to watch Smallville a lot, like back in that period. Because you used to hate yourself. Because yeah. I, I used to hate myself. Yeah, because at that period that was towards yeah. the end of Smallville. Yeah, it was just me with a like a yeah. bottle of Dharma drink or a Dharma liquor. <laughs> Dharma. Like before the show even <laughs> I didn't even know what this is. I'm like, oh it's like drinkable. Just me watching Smallville. No, but he was on there for like a little bit and then right after the Smallville thing, like I think I remember seeing him on Lost and then I was like, ah, oh, good for him. Like, because mm-hmm. I remember that feeling like it was gonna be a big show versus Smallville, which is kind of a big show. Oh man! Did you just say Smallville was a big show? Was when it? it when it came out? It was. It, yeah, I guess it kind of dipped seasons, off. Yeah. yeah, and then like it dipped off. It was like around for like ten years or something, something like that. I was it, surprised. How it was around it was for way too. Yeah. Long. Was it the oh, one yeah. where he didn't have a belly button? Right. Don't no. remember. <laughs> I oh, believe wait. that was Kyle X Y. <laughs> <laughs> I only know that from the commercial. <laughs> Holy shit, that's such a good like catch. Because I, I know what Kyle XY is. I forgot that he didn't. I was just like, button. wait, what? Okay, Tom Willing well, doesn't so have maybe... a belly button. <laughs> so My... I'm thinking of a totally different show yeah. that I. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're fine. It, like, you're, you're not missing anything with Smallville. It's, a, it's, it's whatever. You're just proving my age there, Rebecca. I'm old as fuck now. 
Also, yeah, don't don't go back and watch. Don't watch Smallville. It's yeah, terrible. Like yeah. not like when I was in high school, I was just like I was just so happy to get some fucking Superman in me. Oh wait, wait. Yeah, except, except you never got any Superman on that show. No, like you get some <laughs> things, but then that's that's it. But I don't know. Yeah, I remember I remember hanging around for like maybe one or two seasons, and then after that, I was just like, oh yeah. Well, so, maybe he'll come back and Lost. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Tom Welling, Superman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot what we we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, I took us off on that fucking You're tangent. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> if I actually did like him, I would have been watching The Vampire Diaries. Which so. is great. He's great in that. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of The Vampire Diaries. I only watched it because of him. That's funny. Yeah. Just prove my age. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was on that show for like a long time, right? Yeah. Like, didn't that show run for a while? It's, I thought it wait, just Vampire Diaries is still on TV. Oh, then maybe it's not. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Like, I feel like I asked a trivia question about it finishing recently. Huh. Interesting. I, I believe I was there for that. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so did it finish? It was was either, that the question I asked? <laughs> I think the answer was either that or a True Blood. Oh. Yeah, True Blood finished. Yeah. Maybe that's what the answer was. Well, Vampires and Islands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, why haven't they done that idea? Vampires on an island. <laughs> Right? No? Vampire Island? Guys, I'm striking yeah. out all I night think, tonight. No, you know, I think that's something that the four of us need to not divulge on this podcast. <laughs> and then Guys, we're, we're go- going into we're the go- vault. Yeah. We're going into the vault. We're going to not come out until this thing is written. We're going to get a screenplay pilot. Yeah, if anyone's yeah. interested in producing that, for funding it. Wait, I think we've just we've just walked yourself into a problem, too. Because like the purpose of showcasing an island yeah. as your scenery is like how beautiful it is. You can't see how beautiful the island is at night, can you? Because like the, the vampire scenes got to take yeah, place at night. That's true. What, so, if, what if they're like day vampires? Oh, then there you go. Then you have your day walkers. And then yeah. you can like go skydiving or whatever we fucking do here on this island. So I don't know if you guys know this, but the uh, Hawaii Sketch Comedy Festival is coming up in October, and I'm part of a writer's group for that. Oh, And we're nice. having our first meeting on Tuesday, and mm-hmm. I have to submit three sketches. All right, so Vampire Island. Yeah, I'm writing it down right now, because I'm going to rate that. You can take Vampire Island, and you Great. can also take uh, the potential love scene between Chad Wago and Ian Somerhalder. <laughs> <laughs> if they were to ever That's meet, gonna per chance. That's going to be slash fiction. Yeah, it, it's not like <laughs> David's never written slash erotic slash fiction with me in it. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I think that's all I read from David. David constantly, he just you just text me those just <laughs> yeah. stories of erotic stories of Chad. Uh, I'm, he's he's written other stuff. I remember he did one about Eddie once. Yeah, pretty prolific. I think you were in that one. Was I in that one too? Yeah. <laughs> I know did, that the the one that you wrote about James, I was in that one. Did either. anybody have swollen wolf penises in any of these? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is before I knew that's what wolves' penises did. <laughs> Talking about that movie where the wolf cop changes? No, there's like oh, I want to see that. Well, no, but there's like that um that thing like there's a uh, what's that what's that porn thing called Catch Twenty Two or Rule something Thirty Four Rule Thirty Four Any porn that you can think of exists. So there's um there's you know like they have fan fiction. There's we've talked about this on the show already. There's a One Direction fan fiction where it's just the One Direction guys banging each other, but they have wolf dicks and the dicks swell when they go inside, so you can't pull it out. And somebody wrote this, and there's like a whole series. <laughs> a person needs to reevaluate. Things. <laughs> uh, Guys, I wrote that. I'm sorry. I have, to, <laughs> is there, I have to come clean. So, is there lost porn? Oh, there has to be. Fan fiction? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, I guarantee. Sure. All right, tweet is. me lost porn at Becca Robs. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm curious as to what the plot points are because uh, normal porn plot lines are funny on their own. Yeah. It'd be great if like if whoever wrote the lost porn pair or lost porn whatever, it's just it's just really, really well written story. That's what I'm saying, like Damon Lindelof is still behind it. <laughs> He's just all like, Yeah, so when you go in to grab her boob, just swoop in from under. Yeah. Like he he actually wrote all of it himself. He's just like, I just couldn't get this past the censors. Fucking ABC. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Lost was supposed to be yeah. like. All those arcs you're looking for, you guys? <laughs> the smoke monster, it was actually just supposed to make people have sex with each other. Yeah, pretty much. I, this is where I get to show my true vision for what I wanted the show to be. Just all the flashbacks and cliffhangers kind of throw it off. <laughs> flashbacks, cliffhangers, and boning. Yeah. It's crazy. There's, there's got to be, like... Some Oscar? No, no. I'm I'm not even gonna go down that road. I was gonna say there's gotta be some kind of Oscar porn out there. Some kind of porn that wins that, awards. Yeah, wins awards. Yeah, yeah. There's porn awards. Yeah, okay. porn awards. Yeah. But then they're like they're awards for porn. Yeah, yeah the AVNs. Okay, like do they have like creative like most creative director or something like that or anything? I don't think it's called most creative director. I think it's like <laughs> best director. <laughs> I'm gonna make my like, own. This is reward. this oh, is what? not like a little kid like giving a medal to everyone thing. Oh, this is so a professionally crazy. run organization, AJ. How dare you? How dare the porn you? awards? The winner for like most creative director goes to <laughs> the guy who didn't win best director. Um, what a shame to have on your resume. Like, what did you win? I won like most creative director. You mean best director? No. <laughs> no. There's a lot of awards that exist like that. For instance, uh, I've won most inspirational B team player. What does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> it means I wasn't even good at playing. I was good at inspiring the people actually doing the hard work. <laughs> For what? Yeah. At a B level. Uh, basketball. Oh. Wait, uh, they graded it? No, it's like I was on the B team. So oh. it's B team level inspiration. Oh. You can't bring your A game when you're not coaching A game players. <laughs> So that's so different. Yeah. So. Oh. So if you're looking for bad awards, they're out there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, tweet us uh, ideas from bad awards at what Propod. You can also do that to us on Facebook or uh, send us an email. If anybody's wondering, uh, David is practicing for hosting the Quiet Storm on a yeah. jazz station KTUH. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking. KTUH a jazz station. Um, it is at like Sometimes. nine yeah. to twelve at night. I guess <laughs> the format changes uh, uh, quite a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. Like a college station. Yeah, you go from jazz to like punk ska, yeah. <laughs> just like all in the span of three hours. Like I remember back in uh, '02, uh, from three a.m. to six a.m. Uh, on Saturday mornings, it was all drill and bass. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's like drum and bass, but even worse. <laughs> wow. Is it like a power drill and then just a bass line under it? Uh, that That's what I felt like was happening to my ears. <laughs> but I had a crush on the DJ. <laughs> that's great. Do you, do you still keep up with that DJ now? I occasionally see Carrie around sometimes. <laughs> Dropping names. <laughs> Did cool. you just start dating other DJs? Uh... No. Is that when you gave up on? on well, I've just to found that DJs? oftentimes people who date DJs just break up with those DJs to date better DJs. Ah, it's like a, is that your type? DJs? Yeah. Are you into DJs? Is what we're asking. I'm into women mostly. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of the end oh, of the story. So I was going to say I'm DJ, but not a woman. <laughs> DJK? Yeah. Here's well, DJJ, your... but I mean, not everyone uses their middle initial all the time. Apparently. Hmm. 
DJ DKJ? Yeah. Oh, that shit. That would be, like, the best. DJ DKJ. That yeah. just rolls off the tongue so nicely. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, like, you gotta maybe fight with it in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> then after it rolls right off. Guys. Guys. I think I'm imploding on myself tonight. <laughs> so chad uh how do people find you online oh uh as always you can uh go to my website negative one.net that's negative one all spelled out dot net that has uh lists of all of my social media profiles and any shows that i'm doing and uh, aj um well you can sorry excuse me you can find me <laughs> over at any of this zero zero three on twitter that's probably the best way to hit me up so come in uh Hit me up. The conversation around the dinner table is lively. And uh, yeah. finally, our guest, Rebecca Dream Crusher yeah. Robinson. Yeah, you can find me on the internet at Becca Robs, B E C C A R O B S, on Twitter. Solid. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming. Thanks, thanks for coming so much. For coming yeah. back, yeah. I'll be back. Awesome. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. It's always, it's always great to have a guest that has washcloths. Yeah. And really, Do you guys have really people on here who've never seen one? We've had someone who has never seen a single frame like, oh, never, cool. like of the show I'll at say all. That's like about 70% of our guests. Yeah. Which are, they're great, but it's a different kind of show. It, oh, yeah. it is uh, either people that really love Lost and they're super excited to be on the Lost podcast, or it's our friends that have also <laughs> never watched Lost <laughs> and they're just like, oh, I'm very excited to be on your podcast. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Why is there a smoke monster? <laughs> Who is that? Why why is he doing that? Why, why do they look at each other like that? I think um, we just had John on the show, John yeah. Alves. And then I think one of the things that stuck out to me during the last time he was here was he mentioned that, like, oh, who is that guy with the sandy, long, blonde hair? I mean, does everybody just immediately fall in love with him as soon as he comes on screen? Because I'm pretty sure I did. I was like, yeah, it's just his purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John's in the Sawyer. Yeah. John's into Sawyer, you guys. John's a Sawyer man. Chad's a Ian Summerolder man. <laughs> it's those eyes, man. Yeah. yeah I'm to, to be honest with you guys, I'm a smoke monster kind of guy. Mm. Yeah, I'm a rich opera guy. Oh, yeah, hey, because David, the smoke monster can look like anyone. Dead. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DKJ Comedy. And uh, you can see what, what ice cream I'm eating every day. When are you um, going to stop eating all that ice cream? When they stop making ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, he's eaten ice cream for over a thousand days yeah. in a row. You should follow him. It's amazing. Please. For breakfast. It. Yes. Yeah. He labels the ice cream. <laughs> Before we close out, go into that a little bit. <laughs> Please. Just enlighten our audience. Yeah. Give them a little view of what the uh, what the Jones is up all about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The heat is really getting to us. Yeah, so we need to keep talking. <laughs> we're all getting delirious, so we're just going to keep going. If you're yeah. at home, close think, your I windows. Think, and I think you guys are doing fine. I think I'm just sitting here, like, fucking yeah. spazzing out. Okay, uh, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I've been eating ice cream for uh, 1,020 days or something right now. Holy fuck. And I've lost about 10 pounds. So, like, the ice cream diet, it does work. Just uh, you got to have faith in it and just stick with it. It'll work. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And also, I go to the gym a lot. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, David goes to the gym. If I was on the ice cream diet, totally different (laughs) results. I would have it for breakfast every day and then not be what you see before you. And I'm already, like, wicked overweight. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm, like, unconsciously on the ice cream diet. And Mm. then I saw your Twitter and I was like, wait, I think I've been... 
doing that on accident. <laughs> Can't live up to a thousand days, yeah. though. That's too much. It's uh, it's a, it's weird being four in four digits. Cause that's an extra scoop of ice cream I have to do every day. Oh. Wait, you you were doing a scoop for extra uh, for every digit? Yeah, because it was doing three scoops at a time, basically, and then I would label it with one number on each scoop. Oh, okay. And I got used to that over the last nine hundred days. <laughs> Oh That's man, dude! Imagine what happens when you hit ten thousand. I know. <laughs> like you're just going to become diabetic. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say that's what it's going to take. Are you testing your blood gl- glucose levels? No. Okay. I uh, shout out to John's wife Carol, the nurse, who uh, <laughs> always asks me what my cholesterol is. <laughs> <laughs> out of concern. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that that's a greeting. It's like, hey, David, how are you? How is your cholesterol yeah. looking? It's fine. It's probably French vanilla. That's what I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter and see that. If you want to see anything else I do on Twitter, um, WebroPod or Dirty Work Minute. That's where I do most of my actual tweeting. Yeah, that is not pictures of ice cream, and you should oh, absolutely not. be following a dirty work minute. Yeah. You should be listening to it too. It's hilarious! Very yeah. listen good. To it. Do you know awesome. who else follows us on Dirty Work Minute on Twitter? Artie Lang from the movie Dirty Work. Really? Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. We have not gotten anyone who's been on Lost to watch us yet. <laughs> Holy fuck! Find to listen awesome. to this podcast yet? But they got Artie Lang. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so cool. That's uh, so cool. You guys should work harder. I mean, a lot of the <laughs> cast members live in. <laughs> Yeah, they're like here on the island, but yeah. I always feel like we couldn't get them because I always feel like we're always talking shit about them. But, you know. We're not talking shit about them except for the fact that David wants to fight Daniel Day Kim. Yeah, yeah he wants to fist fight da- like Daniel Day Kim. Yeah, and he's leaving the island because of this. Yeah. Well, yeah, David's chased him out of Hawaii. <laughs> Good job, David. Goodbye, Mr. Kim. Goodbye forever. Yeah. But now we know that there can only be one person with the letters... <laughs> A three-syllabled person with the letter D in there. And the Anna K. I just was getting confusing. This mic. Guys, <laughs> it's so hot. It's, so hot. it's <laughs> been real. It's been real, real. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's, that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. <laughs>